Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cloud Perks Via Travel Star Podcast with your host, Zachary Jeans. We're talking about all the Salesforce events in our ecosystem, travel tips, how to get around this stuff that we call our daily jobs as we travel to and from these cities that are not our homes. And we're going to have a little bit of fun talking about PTO, paid time off. Where are you going? What are you doing? So jump on in and thanks so much. Here we go. Hey, everybody. This is Zachary Jeans. This is Be a Travel Star podcast. I'm your host. And today I have a very special guest, Aldo Fernandez. Aldo is a Salesforce MVP, a Salesforce engineer, if you will, uh, working on his certified technical architect, and we'll ask him more about that in a minute. But we're having him on today to talk to him about Punta Dreamin. Punta Dreamin, uh, it's a Salesforce community event, and it happens down in South America in Uruguay. So anyway, we're going to ask Aldo uh, a little bit about that today. And Aldo, welcome to the show. Hey, Zachary. Thanks. Uh... Thanks for the warm welcome, uh, and thanks for bringing me in the, into your podcast. Oh, I, hey, man, I appreciate it. Uh, Aldo and I go way back. We've been friends for quite a while. Uh, we have kind of a funny story about how uh, we crossed paths on Twitter and in social media. Maybe we'll get that to that a little bit later. Um, but today we're going to ask Aldo a little bit about Punta Dreamin, how it, the origin story, uh, you know, what its vision was. We're going to talk a little bit about my trip last year out to Punta Dreamin and uh, the stuff I got an opportunity to uh, experience and see with some other folks from the ecosystem. Uh, Chavitos, we'll have to talk about those. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening this year. Uh, what is the exciting stuff that is happening in South America, around Punta Dreamin, around Salesforce in South America? And we're excited also to to talk about some other events that are happening in the ecosystem as well. So, um, so Aldo, Aldo, I know you, I love you, your dear, dear friend, but I want to make sure that the rest of the audience uh, gets a chance to know you. So could, could you tell us a little bit about who you are? Um, I, I teased a little bit there that you're working on your technical architect, but um, maybe just give us a little history. Like how'd you get into Salesforce? What are you doing now in Salesforce? And, uh, and a little bit about that. Okay, thank you, Zachary, for uh, for uh, your words. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I I'm involved with Salesforce since a while. Almost uh, uh, a couple of uh, weeks ago, I received uh, uh, an, a reminder uh, from uh, my tenth anniversary on the platform. And, wow! Uh, yeah, it's it's been a long time ago. Uh, it's ten years working in the platform. It, it's it's. You meet a lot of people. You meet a lot of uh, uh, different projects, uh, and and uh, it's uh, it, it was a, a, a very uh, long journey uh, to here. But um, well, yes, I started uh, in 2008. I used to work for uh, for Oracle uh, those days, and um, I was uh, living in Miami, um, and then. Uh, well, someone uh, asked me to uh, do a small project for an integration project for uh, something called Salesforce. At that moment, I was 
not sure what Salesforce means. Salesforce what? Right. Um, are you in yeah, sales? Yeah. <laughs> they always say, and, are uh, you in then, sales? Uh, I, I just decided to, okay, let's give it a chance. I mean, it's just a three-month project and uh, it was a single integration. Uh, and then I started working with uh, Salesforce uh, and it was, I think that it was the winter, I can't remember which version it was, but it was uh it was very old um hmm. and in those days well basically um what uh what happened was that um uh that uh, well i was involved in into the salesforce platform and trying to get more information about it and then uh, at the beginning uh, i just get that Salesforce was a crm and then well it was a little a bit more than that just a crm and there was more more stuff going on and then i started uh investigating, doing my research, uh, and well, 10 years have that, were after that uh, because I, I fell in love with the platform. I mean, it's, uh, it was amazing everything that, were, uh, that the platform was able to do 10 years ago. Uh, right now, it's, it's pretty common to, to everyone saying, oh, okay, we have Trailhead, we have this documentation, we have these modules, and uh, we have a lot of uh, out-of-the-box things, but 10 years ago, we had to code on a, on, on a browser um, without uh, no IDE or stuff like 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 we have today. Uh, so it was a, a long a long time since there. And since then, I worked in again different projects on consulting world mm. um, and uh, for Salesforce uh, uh, on the Forcecom Labs during those crazy weird years. And uh, well, that's that's how I, I begin. Uh, I, I'm actually working with uh, uh, Lidify, uh, which, uh, where we are providing uh, a solution, a cloud-based solution for the legal industry. Uh, which oh, interesting. Is, uh, interesting. So yeah. wait, so that's interesting. So Salesforce, you're, you're building a legal solution. Sorry to cut you off. I'm just curious about this. So Lidify is a solution for the legal world built on Salesforce. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, what is it? What is it kind of? What's the scope of of the application? You you define all, you define it perfectly. It's a it's a, a cloud based solution uh, over the uh, Salesforce platform that covers all of the uh, small details of the legal industry from matcher uh, from uh, intakes and uh, all of the uh, small details that uh, correspond to. Uh, to specific state law uh, uh, stuff, and well, wow. everything is managed within that that package. So, take a look into litify.com if you are interested in more details. Uh, but yeah, the legal industry is huge, and Salesforce wants to take uh, part of, of of that industry too. Wow, yeah, no, Salesforce is totally focused this year, especially on kind of returning to that concept of focusing on verticals. I think I've heard from folks internal and people in vertical. Uh, the same thing from that I just heard from you that there's a real re-emphasis of these verticals like financial, health, legal, etc. Right. So that that's awesome. Hey, and for everybody who's wondering, I will I will go ahead and uh, put down a link for Litify, uh, so you can check more out about that. So that's amazing. So when you started, you just got pulled in on a project. You thought, oh, I'll try it. Um, you start digging into the platform. It was pretty rudimentary back in the day, uh, operating on web form or web-based uh, 
stuff. And then, and then here we are with lightning, uh, you know, which is components, right? Um, we have scalable architecture with other ser services like um, taking stuff to AWS. I mean, the, the world of Salesforce has exploded. And, and with that, the, the size and scope of the company and the ecosystem of business around it has exploded. So have community events. And, and you happen to be the chair, uh, amongst other things, uh, of Punta Dreaming. And maybe you could just tell us a little bit about the, the history. What was the origin story? Uh, if we're thinking almost like a superhero, like what was the, what was the source of, of Punta Dreaming? Where did you get the idea? Why did you want to do it? Um, you know, how'd you, how'd you uh, form, form it up? I would love to hear. Um, well, it's uh, the origin of Punta Dreaming, uh, which uh, you can uh, you can find a long time ago. Uh, uh, even uh, before the these dreaming events become popular, uh, I'm not sure when it, they become popular, but now uh, every month uh, they, you have a, a dreaming event on on, on some part of the world. Uh, uh, but I think that it was on my during my first uh, Dreamforce. I think, I, in fact, I think that we we met each other uh, during that Dreamforce. I think it was 2012. Oh, that was um, the one. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we ran into each yeah. other at the one hostel we were staying at. That's great. I was. I think it was the uh, downtown uh, San Francisco downtown hostel. Yes. Um, hostel International. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a very funny uh, story. Um, but uh, well, uh, during that Dreamforce, uh, which was my first Dreamforce uh, live, uh, I was uh, so overwhelmed by by the the whole experience. I mean, it was so intense. Dreamforce is an intense experience for for everyone for for first timers. Um, and uh, when I finished, I, I I used to go to different conferences in in Uruguay or in in, in South America, Buenos Aires, and Sao Paulo, but nothing compared to what I I I lived I, I experienced in 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 during that Dreamforce. And um, when I was going back to Uruguay, I was saying, "Wow, I mean, it was uh, it is so expensive." For South Americans to to attend to San Francisco to Dreamforce, I mean, you have the, the airfare, you have the the lodging, uh, you have the tickets. I mean, if it's expensive for 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 uh, for Americans, uh, well, for for Latinos uh, living outside the U.S., it is more most expensive. Uh, so, I was thinking, uh, okay, I need to come back next year, and I need to, uh, I, and I, I felt like a bit. Um, um, I was a bit sad because saying, "Okay, this is amazing," and and everyone in the in the community from 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 Uruguay, uh, that was my initial thought. I said, "Everyone in in, in the South American in in the Uruguayan community needs to go to to Dreamforce because that's something that's amazing, really amazing." And I will have the this idea that everyone uh, should have just a, a, a tiny uh, piece of Dreamforce. Hmm. Um, and, uh, well, that, that was yeah. that was a long time ago, and that's when when I I started uh, playing around this idea. Then, uh, and in fact, this this happened in San Francisco, um, and uh, it was the weeks before uh, Force Landia. And, and uh, at the beginning was Force Landia. Okay, what's uh, what's about Force Landia? It's, hmm. Oh, it's a dreaming event uh, about that. In fact, I I, I think that you, you and I were talking about that uh, during. Um, 
an event. I can't remember which event it was, but right, Forcelandia. Um, for those who I don't, don't know, Forcelandia. Sorry to step in here. It's in Portland, was, right? Uh, birthday. I remember. Um, yeah. But uh, I, you, I think that you you suggested, hey, uh, submit uh, for a session on on Forcelandia, and I say, okay, let's do it. And well, that's when I started my my tour for uh, and my love uh, and devotion for dreaming events. Um, I started attending to these dreaming events. Uh, the first one was, uh, I think it was the second edition of Forcelandia hmm. in Portland. Yes, in Portland. And uh, yeah, and over there I met some beautiful people and uh, and uh, uh, guys from the community that were, were willing saying, "Hey." You need to do this in, in, in Uruguay, um, and I said, "Doing what? A conference?" Uh, and then all uh, pieces started to fit together very easily. I, I had the support of, of the community, and 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 I met some amazing people over there. That uh, they are just saying, "Okay, if you make something in Uruguay, we will be there." And uh, well, that's uh, that was a huge, a, a huge. Uh, uh, backpack uh, uh, about going into into this uh, in, into this uh, weird and and unknown area of, of events. I mean, I, I'm engineer, and everyone that I work with are all engineers or technical stuff. But going into creating a, a conference, an event for not only for Uruguay but for the whole Latin America, the whole South American uh, Salesforce community, uh, it was a, a big challenge. Um, but but again, the, the there were some some special conditions uh, that uh, that made me to to go into creating a new mm -hmm. uh, an event specifically tailored for developers. Um, you know, uh, you know, I discussed a lot about this, but maybe people are, are not aware of what's going on with the uh, South American and, and the Latin American Salesforce scene. Um, uh, in Latin America, Salesforce, it's um, it's a really expensive solution. I mean, if you're in, in the US, uh, uh, you have the same rates that you have here in, if you're in South America. Mm. So um, that means that uh, Salesforce by per se, it's, it's an expensive solution. So we have a, a very well, um, unique uh, ecosystem, Salesforce ecosystem in Latin America. We have uh, just a few Salesforce users because there are not big, there are not com many companies doing uh, Salesforce. Um, so that means that there are just a few admins because there's no uh, no uh, Salesforce instance to administrate. Makes but there sense, is a yeah. large, and when I say large, it's a large developers community. Hmm. And um, yeah, and and the, it's there's something that it's it's more interesting about the developers community because. We um, we started the developer community ten years ago when Salesforce, the Forcecom Lab division, uh, which is responsible for creating all of the Salesforce uh, in-house app, mm -hmm. uh, delegated all of the development to a company uh, that was outsourced in Uruguay, and well, that's how we started. That's, wow. that's how we created a large developer community with a lot of uh, developers and resources and in fact i'm pretty sure if, that you are if you are a salesforce user <coughs> sorry you are using one of the uh the products that were created by by uh the uruguayan community or some, by someone on the latin america uh developers community wow so that's why 
why why uh, it's it's very unique. Uh, the profile of the community is very unique uh, compared to the others, um, and that's that's why we we decided to create a, a new um, this streaming event, which is specifically tailored for developers, or at least that was at the beginning, um, because well, uh, uh, we introduced some changes mm. into into the more recent version. That's awesome. That is that is amazing. Yeah, and I love I love tracking now just from my own personal experience with you when we met in 2012. You know, in real life, uh, of course, we had met before on Twitter um, at Dreamforce, and uh, and then just kind of that process of you experiencing events like at Force Landing up where I live here in Portland area, um, and then just the growing interest right as you attended other events. I remember seeing you at Midwest Dreaming and other places. Um, and then just talking with you and seeing the evolution as you would talk to other event leaders like Eric Dreshfield of Midwest or Angela Mahoney of uh, Forcelandia and others, um, seeing that evolution of, of the concept of Punta Dreaming. And, and I love I love hearing how the roots, right? Salesforce Labs reaching out to, uh, uh, you know, do some of their development work with folks in Uruguay. And, and that being like 10 years ago, that's I mean, that feels like a hundred years in, in regular life, right? In terms of the tech world and how fast it moves. Um, that's amazing, the history that Salesforce has with Uruguay. So anyway, hey, we're going to talk a little bit more here in a minute about Punta Dream and last year and some of my experiences and, and talk about the things that you learned in the first year. And we're also going to get a little bit of your perspective on what is exciting about this coming year. Um, which is coming up here just this next month. Um, but for a moment, I want to I want to cut away here and and hear from a word from uh, Cloudperks, our sponsor for this show, and uh, we thank them very much for sponsoring. I work with Cloudperks, and we'll uh, we'll be right back. Thanks. So let's talk a little bit about Cloudperks. Cloudperks has exclusive deals for Salesforce customers. ISVs, partners, uh, anyone with the Salesforce login. Uh, we've partnered with Priceline to offer exclusive rates, uh, stuff that you just don't see out in the public web. Uh, this is this is uh, a deal for uh, users of Salesforce, uh, people who have logins that can authenticate that way to get access to this stuff. Uh, we're talking 80% off in some cases, hotel rates. I've seen higher, um, and it works for both business and personal use. This is a free app. You can drop it in your uh, org, whether it's Classic or Lightning. Uh, you can drop it in for your sales team. They can book their travel right there. If you float a Lightning component, CloudPerks Lightning component, right there on the accounts, accounts, um, and they're figuring out travel for another uh, place they got to go, they can just book their travel right there. We have a customer that uh, loves this, just loves it. Uh, they're saving 30% on average for their uh, sales team's travel. Um, or you can use it for personal use. We have, uh, because it's free, right? It's a free perk. Um, drop the app in, in your org for your employees. Um, we have a company up in Cam Canada. They don't, they don't travel for business at all. And they use it just as an employee perk. Um, so yeah, check out Cloud Perks on the App Exchange. It is the Salesforce store, and you can search for Cloud Perks. You'll find us right there. Uh, 16 five-star reviews and growing. Uh, check it out. Thank you so much. And now, back to the show. 
Hey everybody, thanks for thanks for uh, sticking with us here. Um, this is Zachary Jeans, and we are on Be a Travel Star podcast. And our guest today is Aldo Fernandez, Salesforce MVP, one of the original Force.com MVPs, if anybody remembers that. And Aldo is also uh, the chair, the founder of Punta Dream and a Salesforce ecosystem community event. And we were just chatting a little bit about who 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 Aldo um, uh, was in terms of his origin with Salesforce and and what Puta Dreamin was in terms of vision. But now we want to talk a little bit about last year. So last year was the first Punta Dreamin, and uh, I had the opportunity to attend and speak as well. Um, and then we also want to hear a little bit about what the future of Punta Dreamin is. It's about ready to happen in its second year, and 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 no doubt. Um, Bringing that sort of Dreamforce uh, experience to South America um, is is a challenge, right? And Aldo, being an engineer, was sharing with us a little bit about how you know being an engineer is not an event planner, but he's learned so much, and he has a great team, and we want to hear about that and what's happening this year. So, so Aldo, I would love to talk about last year. So Punta Dreamin, twenty seventeen, happened last year. Uh, uh, Punta Dream, that happened in uh, just the second week of March. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Um, last year, you you were there, and uh, it, it meant a lot to us, uh, to all of us, uh, because it uh, it was the first one. Mm. I mean, uh, there can be other conferences, but uh, be the first one, it's, uh, it's a whole challenge, and uh, it... Uh, it was a, a complete surprise because the the unknown factor was super high on on everything. Uh, people were uh, expecting, okay, what's this about? Uh, sponsors, okay, what are these guys want to do? Uh, uh, what do they want to, to make me a sponsor of, of this? Uh, and also the the, the whole Salesforce uh, uh, community was uh, agreeing. Well, okay, what's going on with with Latin America? Is is there something in, in Latin America that we're missing? And uh, it was, I can tell that it was, it was huge. I mean, it was uh, above all of, all, of, all of our expectations. I mean, we thought that, okay, we were going to just uh, make a, a small conference uh, with, uh, well, some interesting uh, speakers, uh, but uh, it, uh, it happened a lot. I mean, well, let's, um, let's talk you, about you that. Here, you were here. Yeah, let's let's talk Sorry. about that. No, no, I I would love to dig into that a little bit. Why don't you Why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the, uh, some of the details? So uh, where it was held, um, you know, uh, about approximately how many speakers came in, and and maybe uh, you know who who they were, and uh, talk about a little bit about uh, your sponsors and and who got on board in the early days of Punta Dreamin. Love to hear some of that background and some of those details and where it was held. Yes, um, this uh, the the conference when we started the plane with the idea of okay, we're going to make a conference, a Salesforce conference in in Uruguay. We we said okay, where are we going to make it? I mean, the obvious options were in Montevideo, which is the capital city. Um, and uh, then I said okay, but this is the same thing that uh, you can get it on on every major city of, of South America, but. We have a, another option, which is to go to Punta del Este. Punta del Este, it's, I think it's a, it's a paradise uh, in, in Earth uh, because um, 
It's a small city uh, located just uh, one hour uh, to the east of the uh, capital city. And it's, um, it's a, a city uh, where um, all people from abroad want to go, in, especially in summertime, because we have a, a beautiful beaches and uh, a lot of uh, resorts, uh, uh, communities, uh, and staff. So that's why we we changed it to to Punta Leste, and with that way we decided and we make it the the, conf the conference at uh, the Conrad Hotel this year we're going to do the, the same thing and the Conrad uh, Hotel it's uh, it's a city by itself i mean it's, it's a casino uh, with all the entertainment stuff all the tourist uh, stuff it's 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 uh, uh, condensed in one single place uh, and well it was uh, a very very smart choice because well we, we were able to uh, attract uh, uh, people from abroad and uh, to bring to to Punta del Este, which is uh, is something that people do know. Lots Latinos mm. are, are very aware of what Punta del Este means, uh, and that was a huge attraction, not only by by the conference by itself, but but uh, attending to Punta del Este as, as a touristic attraction. Um, so that's that was the, mm. the early days, um, and. Um, Talking about the uh, the uh, the early sponsors and stuff. I mean, usually when when we uh, went over there saying, "Hey, we want to make a conference," people will say uh, many times, "Hey, you're crazy. You're not. You're not going to make a conference here in Uruguay." <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, yeah. 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 It's um, it's um, it's not easy. Believe me, it's not easy to. Uh, try to uh, change the mindset of a company saying, oh, okay, are you going to, to do that? Oh. Oh. And you do, uh, and uh, well, what what is the ultimate goal, which is to make uh, a global awareness of uh, the Salesforce Latin American community. We are here, we are doing a lot of things uh, things long time ago, and people do need to be aware of that because uh, uh, that's it's is what what makes us a community, right? That's mm -hmm. that's what makes us uh, the the uh, the empowerment of of a community. It's 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 that kind of achievement. And well, again, we had a lot of no's. We have a lot of uh, uh, no, dude, you're crazy uh, rejections. Uh, but then we have a, a, a few uh, companies that says, okay, that, this is where I want to go. I want to support your idea. I want to support everything that is related to this uh, event because it's going to make something uh, uh, huge. Maybe not now, but in the future. And uh, those companies were the, were the ones that we are, uh, we are embracing because, well, they, they, they were with us since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And we are so, so thankful for, for everything that they are. Are doing. I know how how hard it is to support uh, and uh, the, the economy. Uh, 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 this this kind of events, um, but yeah. Also, I, I, a huge shout out to the uh, Salesforce uh, uh, community team um, uh, led by by Holly Farson, uh, because well, uh, everything was a bit blurry with the streaming events. No one know, okay, uh, what to do, what are the relationship between the streaming events and Salesforce, and well, this year, uh, well, last year during uh, Dreamforce, we have a, a, a great 
um, session for uh, for community lab events. And in fact, we we were able to to be at the uh, uh, the Moscone West, uh, the reinforced depth zone, uh, with a booth for uh, um, uh, showing uh, our stuff uh, and what are the different conferences that we have around the world. And so the, uh, I, I think that Salesforce is, is taking a lot of uh, uh, attention into these streaming events because, uh, as, as Soli said, uh, it, it's something that uh, Salesforce can have control of, about it because no one can stop that you just grab a bunch of people and say, okay, I want to make an event because I'm part of the community. So I really appreciate this year how much support do we, mm. do we have uh, from Salesforce um, uh, we're gonna have uh, uh, Sofia Rodriguez Mata, uh, who is a very serious advocate for for all of the Latino force stuff, uh, and uh, also the the Salesforce message about diversity. Uh, it's uh, it's huge for us. I mean, it's mm, uh, it's super yeah. important that a, a big company is supporting this kind of ideas and supporting minorities to. Uh, bring the chance to uh, at least you have the opportunity to uh, to be your best. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely awesome, and and it will be uh, awesome to see the uh, impact of having somebody like Sophia go down and uh, get a chance to speak uh, to the uh, South American Latin American community down there and really represent Salesforce as a as a global company uh, that's uh, really really focused this year, uh, especially on, on diversity with uh, the uh, Salesforce Equality, uh, with Tony Profit, the stuff that um, uh, I know Ann Weeby's doing with uh, Workforce, uh, trying to reach out to uh, smaller uh, work segments of, of folks, uh, you know, like military and, you know, kind of these different groups uh, that get kind of passed over that aren't just into business or tech. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just wonderful. So I, I loved going to Punta Dreaming last year, and, and I had the joy of uh, getting to speak um, uh, at Punta Dreaming uh, at the last session around uh, leadership, about impact, uh, how your impact matters. And uh, it, that, was, that was a joy, uh, uh, trying to highlight you know, how, how we can give back in, in small, meaningful ways and giving some examples of, of, of I use children, a couple kids who, who uh, had a huge impact. Uh, you know, just by doing little stuff. And, you know, here we are with all these gifts, these skills, these resources. And sometimes we think that um, we have to start a huge organization or something. But gosh, you know, if you just start, you know, caring about a small thing and give to it, um, it has an impact on people's lives. And, um, you know, there were so many other great speakers like Angela Mahoney uh, uh, from up here in Portland area who runs the Salesforce uh, uh women in tech and Salesforce dev group. And she runs uh, uh, a women who code group called rad. Uh, she, she spoke entirely in Spanish. She is so fluent. It was amazing. Um, and uh, Daniel Peter came down and talked at a very deep level uh, about, uh, you know, developing and how to run tests at like a extremely high rate um, through a, a method he developed. Um, you know, so we got into that and then we also had a couple of folks from Salesforce. Uh, uh, we had a, a couple of great guys, John and, and Lyric, uh, that's his name, Lyric, uh, Lyric, uh, uh, spoke on, on Heroku and some things that are going on with that to the developer, uh, community there in Uruguay. And John spoke as well, 
um, about the platform um, in general, just about the resources that we have um, uh, if you're into developing on the platform. The stuff that's not declarative, you know, he really got in the weeds, which I appreciate. Um, we had other speakers like Zane. Uh, Zane uh, at that time was not working for Salesforce. Now she's a Salesforce developer evangelist. Um, that's, that, was, that was super funny because uh, uh, Zane Turner at that time was just... Uh, it's not the she was not the, the rock star that she is right now. I mean, I know. Um, and Carlos, yeah, that was Carlos that too. Was, she was one of the first one that said, "Oh, okay, you know what? Make something in Punta Les, and I will be there." Uh, and I, I'm so thankful for for about that. Yeah, and we had Carlos. Uh, at, you know, who at the time was working for a consulting company up in uh, in, in Minneapolis area, and and now he works for Salesforce. I mean. It's really amazing to see how far and different, you know, various folks in their careers have gone since then. Uh, we had Adam Olshansky down there. Uh, Adam works at uh, YouTube for Google. Um, and he talked about uh, uh, how to learn on the platform and some aspects uh, around his development work. Um, there's just so many great, great speakers. And I, I know I'm going to leave some out and that we aren't really going through a list, um, but just great speakers. And I know for myself, uh, there are aspects about Punta del Este, um, in my very poor pronunciation of it. It's a just to give folks an idea. This is a resort town that's been. Uh, it has a history. It's been a, a destination for South America for decades, um, and it sits right on the nose of South America. If you follow the line around South America, south uh, south of Brazil, and you kind of move down south where it starts to get uh, a little bit thin there. Um, uh, Uruguay is that little country there. It's a, it's kind of like a, a kind of like an egg shape, and right on the nose of it, next to the ocean, there's a little peninsula, uh, Punta del Este, and um, so you can walk from one side of the the peninsula to the other in about oh, I don't know four or five blocks, and there's beaches on both sides, and uh, you know there's the casino hotel uh, that where we hold it, the Conrad. Um, it's just an incredible, incredible place. One of the things that makes uh, Uruguay, or at least that part of South America, uh, famous to me and maybe to others, uh, they, they have uh, rich cultural traditions and food. One thing that I fell in love with was Chivitos. I think we all did. Uh, we were exposed. Uh, <laughs> you exposed us to Chivitos. Could you tell us a little bit about Chivitos? Okay. Um, Chivitos, it's, um, it's just a very traditional sandwich uh, from Uruguay. In fact, um, uh, the first Chivito was, uh, the original Chivito was created in Punta del Este. Uh, just uh, think about it like, as like a, a burger, but uh, it's not a burger, it's a Chivito. Um, so and, it's like uh, skirt steak. It's like a, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a seasoned, really thinly sliced steak and it's cooked over usually a wood fire or something like that. Yep, that's correct. Yeah, you need to go to the Aniron, uh, and it's a very thin um, uh, uh, steak uh, cut. And uh, well, it's 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 all about everything. I mean, it, it, I think that uh, I'm not doing um, a great job describing a chivito. Okay. So yeah. try to Google for chivito, C H I V I T O, chivito. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, well, if you have the chance to order one. I don't know where you're going to be, but uh, <laughs> do it because 
it's worth it's worth about it. Yeah, it's an amazing sandwich, and occasionally they serve this concept without bread, but it's kind of on a ciabatta style bread usually, and uh, it's so good. And so some of the other things that make uh, attending this conference down in South America is so awesome in Punta. Uh, well, it's the beaches, right? So we got two beaches on both sides of the peninsula. Um, and and there's an island out there. So you'll probably see if you uh, look at the uh, Punta Dreaming hashtag, which this year, what is the hashtag going to be on Twitter? Well, this year uh, we have two hashtags. Uh, the uh, the first one, which was we used it for uh, promotional purposes, it's uh, hashtag see you in Punta. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's the, the the one that we're using for for promotion purposes. Uh, but uh, at the uh, the week of the event, we're going to uh, follow the PD. 18. Okay. Um, uh, well, that's that's where uh, all of the uh, the highlights will be posted. Also in the in the Instagram, we are adding Instagram this year. Mm, um, good. Because, well, all cool guys are in Instagram, and um, well, of course on Twitter. Just follow us on Punta Dreaming. Both both accounts are the same. Yeah. So no doubt we'll see lots and lots of pictures. Um, there's that island out there in the uh, just off the coast there, um, and folks will know what I'm talking about when they see PD. One eight on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Um, what is that island that that I saw all these incredible sunsets at? Yeah, that's um, that was Mother Nature that uh, <laughs> gave us uh, a beautiful island in in the in the bay of of, uh, of Maldonado, which is where where Punta del Este is. Uh, so. And next to the peninsula, in fact, we have two islands, one on, on each side. Uh, the thing is that the, uh, the, the bigger one, the most popular, is, which is name is Isla Gorriti. Uh, it's, uh, it's, the clo- it's close, it's very close to the coast. Uh, so uh, it's, it's the most popular one. There's another one, which is it's, uh, Isla de Lobos, is where it's all of the, uh, 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 how do you say, the sea wolves? The, uh, oh, okay. Oh, oh you mean uh, yeah. so, uh, sea lions? Sea lions, yeah, that's that's it. The, the sea lions, uh, it, it's the, the uh, it's an island where all sea lions live, and um, mm. it's not popular. But the Isla Gorriti is a very popular. I mean, originally on the uh, on the eighteen something uh, with the uh, very early colonization stuff. Well, it was uh, um, an island uh, used by pirates. I mean, all of the the, the oh, wow. uh, folkloric stuff about uh, those those ages. Uh, yes, all of them are true. In fact, if you go to, I, I was there this uh, last uh, last January. I was in the Isla Gorriti uh, because, uh, well, um, there was some kind of uh, group that wanted to attend over there, and it's very interesting. All of the new stuff that they do have, like. Well, they keep the the same cemetery from the the Spanish crown, hmm. uh, which is from eighteen ninety something, uh, and it's a very historical place with uh, a lot of legends and stories uh, about uh, what was going on at at, at that time. Um, now it's a touristic spot uh, uh, where people do go with big boats and. And it's it's pretty amazing. It's beautiful over there. And so this is the kind of thing you can just take uh, for folks who are wondering. You can actually just jump on a little um, a commuter boat that you know will run like tourists over to the island. You can see it. It's it's probably a mile off the coast. Um, maybe not even that far. 
So uh, just a really cool island. You'll see it. Uh, it's got trees that it's kind of a low lying island and you'll just see these incredible sunsets. I know I loved it. Um, a couple other interesting uh, tourist opportunities when you're down there, if you want to be a travel star um, and check stuff out, uh, there is this amazing, um, it's south, it's south or I suppose it would be west of Punta, um, this amazing uh, house hotel structure that was built by a, a famous artist and it's it's like it's all white and there are no straight lines it's it's almost like a, a hand sculpture by this uh famous uh uruguayan and uh artist and and uh have you ever been out there what is that place called you know what i'm talking it's about right it's yeah yeah you're talking about casa pueblo yeah casa pueblo uh, amazing yeah, yeah casa pueblo it's um, it used to be um, well, it, it was built by uh, by a, a very uh, a very famous uh, uh, sculptor and architect, uh, which is uh, Carlos Paez Villaró, and perfectly. There's no line, no single line. Uh, on, uh, on the building and uh, usually when people do google uh, casa pueblo uh, they get impressed by okay it's on the on the hillside um i just correct me if i'm wrong but it's it's uh, it's on the hillside of mm -hmm. um another uh another bay uh, peninsula yeah 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 it's um and it's uh it's an amazing place to be attend to see the uh, the sunset because the sun goes down exactly in front of their of the, the bay area and uh it's it's super amazing you yeah. need to be there and i'm planning this year to to make people to attend there because it's it's a spot that you you need if you are going to punta let's say you need to go to casa pueblo at least just for for us to spend an afternoon or something because it's simply amazing it is it is and daniel peter and i we we took uh you lent us your car uh uh prior to our uh you know, prior to the conference when we were out there a little bit early and Dan, Dan and I went down there and just amazing tour, his art, um, his son, I, son or sons were on the famous plane that uh, crashed up in the mountains of the Andes. Um, it, there was a famous movie about that story, um, how they, how they survived up in the snow and uh, just this incredible guy who um, just kind of refused to given to the uh, to the standard way of life and and wanted to make his own art and and over time became really world famous just because he kept pursuing his vision and not giving in uh to some of the temptations to kind of go corporate or whatever so just an inspiring story too about creativity but yeah just uruguay has so many amazing things and then of course, for folks that want to go down for a little extra time, they can always take an extra day or two, go visit Buenos Aires, which is not too far away from uh, Punta and Montevideo. Uh, it's what, a couple hours from Punta? Maybe three? I, I usually, uh, what, what we encourage people to do when they go to Punta del Este, or, uh, it's to, well, because there is there are some big interesting places to attend, uh, which are not only in Uruguay, you can go to um, the the route that we recommend uh, to all speakers and guys that came from from the U.S. is to uh, okay arrive to Montevideo uh, by by airplane and then go to Punta del Este by bus. Uh, it's uh, or it's a very 
a short ride. And then from Punta del Este, you can go back to Montevideo and go to Colonia, which is on the west side. Colonia, it's a, it's a very classic city because it's uh, from the 18-something, and it remains exactly the same as it was those days. Wow. Uh, it, it's, it's simply amazing. Everything that, that's happened at that, that time, it's, 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 it's beautiful. But, but then you just take a ferry, which is 45 minutes, and then you are in Buenos Aires, the capital of Argentina. Mm. And uh, over there, yeah, people uh, can, well, enjoy. You, can, you have a lot of things. If you're planning to do that, you need to just uh, just save a couple of days, two or three days, just to spend in Buenos Aires because there's a lot to do. And from there, you can move to uh, all of the different places of Argentina. You can go to Mendoza. You can go uh, to, uh, well, all of the... Uh, Beautiful that the Argentinians do have too. Mm. Uh, so it's it's an open roadmap. Uh, if if you just go to to the south of the world, wow. um, just keep going to different cities. You have the options to go to Brazil if you want, um, but uh, again, that, that will take more time. Yeah. Uh, so I, I recommend to uh, people to go to into this route of, of four cities: Montevideo, Punta del Este, Colonia, and Buenos Aires. Awesome. Hey everybody. So we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, can you stick around for one more segment, Aldo? Yeah, sure, sure. I would say. Yeah. Okay, great. So um, that that was amazing hearing about kind of um, the history of uh, you know what happened last year with Punta and, and finding out about some great travel areas that you can check out when you hit Uruguay. Uh, you know, of course, going out and seeing the amazing white building that sits on the edge of a cliff uh, done by a sculptor, uh, uh, Casa, Casa Pueblo. Um, and then uh, the island, which is amazing. You can take a trip out to uh, and Chivitos, which everybody needs to see and try. Um, but yeah, we want to take a, we want to take another segment here. And I want to hear about Punta Dream in 18. I want to hear about some of the speakers, maybe some of the exciting uh, news that's coming, and uh, just remind folks of of when and where it's happening. Maybe hear your thoughts about the future of Punta Dreaming or uh, conferences I'd, in South America. I'd love to talk about. Okay, awesome. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much. Okay, hey, uh, just a minute. We're going to hear a word um, from one of our sponsors, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, this is Zachary Deans, and I want to take a second to uh, also give a spot, an opportunity to talk about an app made by Cloud Conversion, parent company of CloudPerks. If you are dealing in e-commerce, everyone knows that you are getting reviews on a ton, a ton of e-commerce sites. And we're talking everything from Amazon, of course, Walmart, big names like that, TripAdvisor, App Store, Facebook. Um, you might be getting your reviews on Glassdoor, um, Yelp, uh, any number of places, even Google Maps, right? So all of these places where we're getting reviews uh, as companies, uh, how can you monitor all that? Now, you're probably running uh, either a customization of Salesforce or a service cloud. Cloud Conversion has an amazing product. It can monitor and analyze all customer reviews from all of those places that I just named and more. And, and it can find out, did you get a one star, a two star, like a low rating that you need to respond to in the moment, right? In real time. And you can do that inside Salesforce. 
It's amazing. You can do this inside Salesforce, inside Service Cloud, and affect and fix those identity, those customer um, response issues immediately, right? Instead of finding out two months later, you know, oh my goodness, there's a thread around this one post about a bad review that, you know, in the moment, had you been able to deal with it, you could have realized uh, and helped that customer, and and maybe it wouldn't have gotten blown out of proportion. So, yeah. Got to check out Review Studio, uh, made by the parent company of Cloud Perks, Cloud Conversion, uh, experts in e-commerce. Check them out on the App Exchange, the Salesforce store, and search for Review Studio. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks, and welcome back. This is Zachary Jeans on Be a Travel Star podcast. And today, my guest is Aldo Fernandez. Aldo is a Salesforce MVP, and he is the chair and founder of Punta Dreamin. Uh, Aldo has been telling us about the history of Punta Dreamin, and also a little bit about what happened last year and some of the great places that you can visit when you hit that area of South America, sort of the south side of South America, uh, with Uruguay and Argentina, a uh, bit of Brazil. So, uh, But we really want to hear now... Uh, and Aldo's been very gracious to be with us for one more segment. Uh, we want to hear about this year. Uh, this is the second year of Punta Dreamin, 2018. And uh, there are some exciting announcements about how the conference has grown, and specifically uh, maybe some of the speakers. We already talked a little bit about who's keynoting um, uh, the opening, but we'd like to hear a little bit about the speakers and what's exciting and a little bit about the future of Punta Dreamin, uh, maybe a little bit looking forward into uh, 2019. Um, so Aldo, can you tell us a little bit about what you're excited about this year with Punta Dream in 2018? When is it happening uh, specifically, and uh, and what are you excited about as far as uh, you got speakers and and everything that are coming? Sure, um, we are super excited. I mean, um, I, I describe uh, this conference as like organizing this conference like like having a wedding party, but every year. Um, oh wow! So it's a it's a, it's a whole challenge. I mean, but the thing is that the good thing about this stuff is that um, the uh, every year we we are renewed with uh, topics and we get more interest from from different people in the community. I mean, I think that the goal from our first edition uh, we achieved, uh, which was make awareness of of Latin America. So this year we're uh, we're trying to repeat. The same that we did last year, and we are adding some other stuff. The event will be held on on the Conrad Hotel, the same last last year, um, and well, it's going to be March 9th and 10th. It's going to be to be a two day event, um, and we're going to start uh, the same. We're going to follow the same format that we did uh, last year. Friday night, uh, we're going to do a, a networking event. At the casino, super chill uh, and super smooth, uh, where you are going to have the opportunity to, to talk and mingle with uh, all of the the, uh, the speakers, which are most of them are Salesforce product owners uh, or guys that work on on the on the community, um, and in a very uh, relaxed way. I mean, you don't have a, you don't have the the chance to have a drink uh, with uh, with these guys every day especially for us, which are all from South America. We're very far away from San Francisco and, and from the, the big markets. Um, and that's going to be on Friday. Um, 
and it's going to be super intense because usually people go out there uh, and, and go to the uh, to the bar uh, mm. or spend some time at the casino. The uh, next morning on Saturday, uh, we're going to start um, uh, very early with a breakfast from uh, at 8 a.m. And, and at 9 a.m., we're going to start with sessions and keynotes until uh, a sunset. And then after the sunset, we're going to uh, have another uh, round of drinks, uh, thanks to our gracious sponsors, uh, at the Conrad's deck. And, well, that's going to be the wrap of, of the whole event. But the, what makes... This event different from last year. It's based on the um, on the interest that we have from the community. Uh, last year we have uh, something like I think it was uh, ten sessions, and then we have the keynotes. We have only one uh, main track. Um, but this year, when we restarted to accept submissions uh, and proposal for for sessions. We had a lot of them. I mean, we were not expecting that kind of, of uh, uh, that, that number of, of submissions. Uh, so this year we decided to open uh, a second stage, um, which uh, it will be uh, related to business stuff or more uh, uh, like Eric Dreschel wants to say, it's more uh, admineloper uh, stuff. Oh, gotcha, uh, because yeah. Because we are... We are we are uh, a developers conference, of course. Our main focus is on developers. Uh, but we are starting to notice that, okay, there's an interest for admins or uh, for declarative developers that uh, I think that uh, it's going to be the next thing. We are going to start having more of these uh, declarative developers on, on the Latin American community. So that's why we are opening a second stage, uh, a second track for, uh, for all of this stuff. And of course, um, we are going to have this year 22 sessions, which, which is a wow. huge number, a number <laughs> that we never thought about it to have it in Uruguay. Uh, and uh, well, we're going to have, I don't want to uh, to miss uh, anyone, but uh, if you go to, to the Punta Dreaming uh, lineup page, uh, you're going to notice uh, everyone that we have. We are going to have some uh, special keynotes uh, around uh, and some of these uh, three uh, big plots that we have on the conference, which are education, technology, and uh, opportunities. Um, because, uh, well, we're going to have Sofia Mata, Sofia Rodriguez Mata, which uh, uh, it's, it's part of the Latino force. And I think that, well, she has a beautiful, beautiful message to share with, uh, with the community, with the Ohana family. Mm. Um, we're going to have the same Turner uh, as the doing the developer keynote, announcing everything related to the X. Remember, uh, Trailhead the X is going to be just a couple of weeks uh, after Punta Dreaming, so we are going to have a, a sneak peek uh, about what's going to, to be announced over there. Oh, wow. And then finally, I, uh, I'm super, super thankful to uh, Mr. Don Robbins, uh, a legend. In the in this industry, uh, that well, he's going to deliver the the, the closing keynote uh, about all of these topics and uh, and about education, which is, is super important to to uh, our community. Other than these uh, amazing speakers that uh, are going to, we are going to have, well, I'm just going to mention some of them. We're going to have uh, well, uh, Adam Daw from uh, from Canada, who's going to talk about. Uh, testing services on the Lightning right on. Uh, side. Um, we're going to have uh, something that uh, it's pretty new to the community, which is uh, blockchain. 
um, Carlos Salum is going to talk about uh, proof of X on the Salesforce ecosystem. Very interesting session. We're going to have um, Stephanie Ruiz, uh, which is the leading engineer on on the Salesforce uh, Lightning Design System. Uh, well, we're going to have Angela Mahoney. We're going to have uh, uh, Vladimir Gerasimov talking about custom metadata types. Uh, we're going to have, well, uh, say, Phil Walton from UK. He's going to do a long trip to Uruguay. Uh, we're going to have a Women in Tech panel, too, that will be very interesting. And one of the uh, most uh, uh, asked the topic uh, and, and demanded topic which is uh, IBM Watson SDK. We're going to have someone from uh, from uh, IBM. I think that we have confirmed that it's 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 Herman Goldstein, uh, but it's, it's still pending uh, to confirm about that. That it's going to talk about uh, uh, from uh, from the IBM side about IBM Watson oh, and what wow. it is and how to integrate with Salesforce. And finally, we are going to have uh, some interesting, super interesting sessions about IoT. This year, IoT is super cool stuff. Uh, we're going to have Rafael Hernandez and Martin Prado, which is from Uruguay, mm. doing a lot of different things. I mean, uh, uh, all about IoT. I, I think that IoT topic is, is super interesting. I can just uh, be there uh, with a, a conference just for IoT. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of interesting things going on with uh, uh, artificial intelligence and stuff. And finally, we're going to have Greg Ruiz, the director of uh, Lightning Development. Hmm. Uh, Greg Ruiz, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, is the owner of everything that we developers love about uh, uh, Lightning Development. And so it's going to be um, a conference packet of technical content, MIDI content that uh, everyone that will attend will will have something uh, to go back to his home uh, and say, oh, and think about it and. And that's that's our goal to wow. bring all of that content, to bring that one percent that we want to have from Dreamforce uh, back in Uruguay to the whole Latin American community. It's going to be great, uh, and uh, I encourage everyone that have the chance to attend uh, to to do it uh, because, well, if you don't like the sessions, just enjoy the city, enjoy Punta del Este, enjoy the Chivitos, <laughs> and enjoy the whole experience because it, that is going to be pretty unique. Oh, that's great. That's great, Aldo. And uh, and I encourage everyone, uh, you know, that the plane ticket from the U.S. might look a little expensive, but really when you add up the ROI of uh, just how it will stretch you is uh, uh, it, from an experience level of experiencing a new culture, uh, the graciousness, you can get around in Punta with English just fine for those who are worrying. Like maybe you think, oh, I need to know uh, Spanish. Uh, or Portuguese or something like that from a South American. No, no, no. English, uh, they, it's a very wow. rich multicultural uh, community. There are Italians there. There are uh, uh, different Europeans that have set up a uh, home there. There are folks from uh, Argentina that have moved to Punta. Uh, it's just a rich culture. And, and English is very easy to get around. Um, uh, buy your plane ticket. Uh, book a hotel. Um Check it out. Of course, you know, I'll plug Cloud Perks. You can always check Cloud Perks. We usually have great rates. Um, but yeah, go to Punta. There's still time. It's happening here at March 9th through the 10th. And uh, maybe you could just uh, finish up. Aldo, can, can you tell us, or is there going to be a Punta Dream in 2019? 
just uh, give me uh, the opportunity to say thank you to uh, all our beautiful sponsors that we have this year. Oh, of uh, course. Nima, Nima Cloud this year was uh, so thankful that, well, they are from the beginning. Uh, we have IBM, we have Fastcall, we have Lidify, of course. And then we have, well, uh, Código del Sur, which is, uh, is a great support from us. And thanks to the effort that these uh, uh, companies do for sponsoring this kind of event is is the reason why we have the opportunity to to bring this conference in. And for next year, uh, we are planning, to, we have plans to, to keep growing, to keep doing the same thing that we love to do, uh, which is to share uh, the... Uh, the opportunity to to be part of this Salesforce community. So if we have, as far as we have the support of this uh, uh, beautiful sponsor and these beautiful companies, uh, well, we are going to make it. We're going to have uh, a Punta Dreaming in 2019. And as far as we have the support of them, we are going to keep doing our stuff because we believe in this uh, community mm. and we believe in the impact of this kind of, of conference. Oh, that is so great, Aldo. Um, love it. Absolutely love it. So, wow. Hey, um, thank you so much for being our guest today. We like to ask our guests, um, being that this is uh, about travel and the Salesforce ecosystem, just want to finish up and ask you, do you have a travel uh, tip? Is there something that you always do, uh, say, when you're traveling for work up to New York City or somewhere else in the country? Uh, maybe it's something with, uh, you know, a thing that you always do at the airport, or maybe it's something you always do when you check into your room or, or when you arrive and find your transportation. What is something that you, that you kind of find you yourself always doing to set yourself up for success when you travel? Oh, uh, well, uh, that's, um, that's an interesting question. Zach. I mean, it, usually I, um, I, I travel a lot, uh, that's that's something I need to say. Uh, <laughs> really, yeah. When when I travel, I like to um, I like to mingle with locals and try to figure out okay, uh, where are the the the, uh, the most interesting places uh, to visit. Usually, I like the uh, the um, every time that I do a travel, I try to make some room for spending uh, a few hours or maybe an afternoon or maybe a morning. Uh, as a, a local, um, for example, in, in New York, you have different uh, places to visit uh, by day uh, and by night, of course. Um, but uh, if I have to say, oh, okay, what what is an advice or for or a tip for for doing every time that you travel? Try to spend uh, some time off uh, your regular stuff, your business. Mm. Try to spend to allocate some time for yourself. Time to, uh, I mean, it, it doesn't matter if it's one hour, two hours, or, or even an afternoon or a whole day. Uh, just try to uh, enjoy the experience. You're not going to be there very often, or maybe you are, but uh, just uh, realize the moment and realize that, well, you are uh, living a, a beautiful life and, and a beautiful experience. Uh, so don't don't make the, that the business stuff uh, worry uh, your mind. Um, because well, you are there just enjoying doing your mm. what you love. Uh, so allocate some time and try to mm. to identify the uh, the good places to attend. It might be a sunset, it might be a, a jazz club, it might be a cafe or or, or a special uh, um, 
drinking place. I mean, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what it is, but just allocate, try to allocate some time to you and try to enjoy the best of that experience. Oh, I love it. It's a beautiful life. And it's been a beautiful interview with you, my friend. Uh, thank you so much for being our guest. And uh, where can people find you on Twitter? Oh, well, on Twitter, you can find me on Aldo Force. Uh, and uh, again, Zachary, uh, thank you very much for having me the opportunity to, to uh, well, share uh, my thoughts about Punta Dreaming, the, the Salesforce ecosystem, and inviting everyone to, to attend to, to the event and uh, uh, being part of this amazing and beautiful uh, uh, Salesforce community. Thank you. So, hey, everybody, thanks so much for joining us on Be a Travel Star. We've got an interesting segment coming up next. We're going to be talking about travel tips, about how to maximize uh, your experience when you fly to a new place. Um, Alaska Air, uh, they wrote a really great piece, and we're going to be talking about that here in a little bit. And we'll also be, we'll also be surveying the Salesforce ecosystem calendar. Um, Cloud Perks and Sharon Picks partnered together, Jean Michel and I, to create a great, great infographic that kind of outlines the various Salesforce ecosystem events, including Punta Dreaming. We'll be kind of going through what's coming up and what speaker opportunities are available in early bird pricing. And uh, we'll also be talking a little bit about what's coming up in terms of uh, Trailhead DX. So thank you so much. We'll uh, catch you here in a minute and talk to you later. Thanks, Aldo. Thank you, Zachary. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks, and welcome back. This is Be a Travel Star, and we just finished up chatting with uh, Aldo Fernandez about Punta Dreaming. And now we're going to just take a, take a minute, and I wanted to talk about uh, a couple things. I mentioned that I came across a really great uh, travel blog uh, on Alaska's uh, travel blog program. Um, they have a number of uh, travel bloggers who contribute to their site. Many, many people do. And of course, I'm interested in that. Uh, as I talk to folks about travel and the Salesforce ecosystem around cloud perks, and um, I am an Alaska MVP member, um, not a Salesforce MVP. A uh, uh, few people uh, still to this day, they kind of walk up and they're like, so Zach, you're an MVP? And I'm like, no, not, not a Salesforce MVP, but I am an MVP uh, with Alaska. So uh, love Alaska. I fly out of Portland. And of course, they've got they've got a strong travel network um, as far as, you know, partner airlines, uh, uh, American, uh, you know, Emirates. I'm excited. I want to fly on Emirates. Uh, I know Shiv, uh, he flies Emirates sometimes. Uh, great airline. I'm excited. My parents have flown Emirates. Um, but yeah, so anyhow, uh, they, you know, of course, own Virgin and I love Virgin. So I fly them as well down to San Francisco a lot. And uh, yeah, I came across this really good travel blog about how to maximize your travel mileage. And, you know, every travel mileage program is different. But with Alaska, um, the way our tiers work is, uh, you know, basically 12 and a half thousand miles, uh, you get a mile for every mile flown. So, you know, you fly, you know, uh, 500 miles across the uh, across the country. That's 500 miles on your mileage plan. And then so how it breaks down is, you know, you get uh, you get these offers if you kind of book about. And I'll post the link to this article. If you book, oh, six months out, you'll start to see like a couple seats open for their particular mileage program. 
Um, as you get a little bit closer and there's more inventory, you'll see more seats actually open up for uh, the mileage program. But, uh, you know, then they have tiers, you know, how many miles do you need to fly this way or that way? And um, uh, the, the base level is 12 and a half thousand miles, uh, plus uh, six bucks or so, usually maybe 12, depending on, you know, the expense of the flight and how, how far the distance is. Uh, but uh, relatively inexpensive cost. I'll tell you how I've recently used my travel miles with Alaska. Um, so I work for Cloud Perks and, you know, we are in the education space. Um, our, our app works for anybody with Salesforce. And, you know, so if you use Salesforce at a university, you can log into cloudperks.com with your creds, your Salesforce creds, or, or you can download the app and throw it in your org. It's free on the app exchange. But it's just not, you know, it's not our primary focus, but higher ed is something that I'm passionate about. And uh, I had the joy of attending higher ed summit last year um, as a guest of University Texas. Um, uh, I have a friend who was their CDO at the time. He's now since moved on. He's at uh, Salesforce uh, as VP of innovation. His name's Phil Kamarni. And uh, anyway, so Phil was gracious to invite me down to uh, attend the summit. Um, it, this is a huge deal because, you know, uh, the summit's expensive and they try and keep it very focused on just folks in the higher ed space. Uh, and I respect that. Um, but, you know, tickets run $2,500 if you don't have a relationship to a Salesforce or a higher ed. And uh, for partners like myself working at Cloud Perks, uh, it's $1,600 a ticket. And so, gosh, that's, you know. It's a lot of money. <laughs> so I was thinking, you know, gosh, I want to take a few days off. I want to go out to D.C. I want to see all my higher ed friends. Uh, it was in Texas last year. This year, it's uh, they're partnering with Georgetown. Uh, they're in the D.C. area, and they're holding it at the uh, Gaylord um, Convention Center. And so I reached out to a few folks in the ecosystem, like Kathleen and, and Corey, and just kind of asked, you know, would it be weird if I just I showed up and I hung out, you know, if I worked from out there and, um, and they were like, no man, come on out, you know? So I love the higher ed space and I'm just excited to hear, uh, the stories from my friends in that space. And, and, and at the same time, I was like, gosh, you know, this, I'm going to spend my own dime on this. I'm going to, I'm going to drop my own cash. So I started looking at my, my points and sure enough, I found that this was going to be the best way to use my points. So as you'll see in the travel article, and, and this is good for um, a good framework for understanding your, your particular airline and their travel points, just understanding how tiers work and stuff. But in our case uh, at Alaska, I was able to book round trip airfare from Portland direct to DC to not the outer, you know, um, what do you call it? The, uh, not the Baltimore airport or the one way out there, Dulles. Um, but actually to Reagan, which is the one right there on the, on the river, like DC downtown. Right. And so I've got direct flights there and back. And, uh, it just, it cost me, um, 50,000 of my, of my miles. And I'll, I gotta tell you, I think it's worth it because that ticket, um, one of my tickets has already been upgraded to first class for free. Um, and I started I started adding it up. And to get a flight this close to Higher Ed Summit, 
uh, direct there and back from Portland. Oh my goodness. It's like, it's like six, $700. Um, not to mention the first class upgrade. Oh my goodness. So yeah, really happy to spend my points. And I don't know about you, but I'm just curious where, where you've spent points. Where do you, where do you like to go? I, I imagine you spend points on vacations. <laughs> like here I am spending my points on a Salesforce conference uh, that I can't even get a ticket to, uh, or I guess I could if I wanted to drop the 1600 bucks, but you know, I don't know. I just thought, well, this is how I'm going to have some fun. So, um, I thought about giving them, uh, maybe to our family for a, a trip, but then, you know, being that we're in Portland, a lot of our vacation trips that we like to go on, um, are to go visit family in Southern California. And, uh, it just doesn't make sense for us to spend points on that. I mean, Round trip airfare out of Portland to like LA or San Francisco, oh my goodness, it's like a couple hundred bucks. It's not, it's not a, uh, it's not expensive. So I just would feel weird spending points on that. Um, I would love to hear if you want to call in uh, via the the Anchor app here. You can see if you're listening on Anchor, you can leave me a message. Tell me where have you spent your airline points on? I'd love to hear. Um, I was just chatting with somebody who. Um, where did they fly? They they flew. Um, well, if you look at the article that I'll reference here, he this guy he, he flew flew him and his sister all the way to Hong Kong. Uh, I thought that was fascinating. He lives in the Seattle area, so gosh, that that's a heck of a trip. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear where where you have spent your airline points on. So um, I want to transition now and uh, talk to you a little bit. Um, about the calendar. Um, Sharon Picks and Cloud Perks have put together a an infographic, and I know there's a few others floating out there, uh, but we, we're pretty proud of ours, and uh, it's hosted at Sharon Picks. I'll leave a link to, to that infographic uh, below. Um, but yeah, so we've got constantly updating this with all the events, and I want to talk to you about that here in a minute. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Hey, this is Zachary Jeans, and we're talking about the upcoming calendar of Salesforce events. Uh, Sharon Picks and CloudPerks partnered together, and we're keeping this actively updated. Uh, and it's hosted at Sharon Picks' site. Uh, you can just search Sharon Picks and uh, Salesforce events, and you should get the uh, link. But of course, we'll post it down here at the bottom. Uh, coming up fast, so we just finished up London's Calling, and we were just chatting with Punta Dreamin, but I want to give you a rundown of what's coming up here. Uh, March is a busy, busy time in the Salesforce ecosystem. Uh, March 1st through the 4th, kicking off for its inaugural time, we've got Ski Force. Yeah, so this is not Snow Force, and this isn't Tahoe Dream, and this is Ski Force. And uh, Ski Force is happening in a place called Bonsco. Uh, Bonsco is... Uh, over in Europe, it is in um, uh, the Bulgarian mountains, and it looks like they have a, a great lineup of uh, uh, the EMEA crew is going to be there, and um, uh, I would love to go, uh, but sadly, uh, I don't think I can make it over there right now. I, maybe if they can, uh, maybe if they can make another go of it next year, I'll be able to get over. I'd love to visit Europe. Um, I know many of my friends from London's calling. Uh, uh, and, and I talk about doing a, uh, kind of a tour of Europe's uh, Salesforce community and 
and uh, put a pin in that. Um, we got some plans maybe of doing that a little bit later, uh, not this summer, but maybe the next. But yeah, so Ski Force, you can find them at skiforce.co. Uh, uh, CO and and pull them up and check them out. But it's happening March 1st through the 4th. Uh, coming up after that, we have Salesforce Org. They're doing a nonprofit sprint uh, in Buena Vista. Absolutely outstanding. Um, really excited to hear what comes out of that. I was just speaking uh, on Salesforce Ohana Coffee. Shout out to Lauren and, and running uh, Salesforce Ohana Coffee. Uh, but Corey, Corey Snow, uh, was mentioning, uh, that he's going to be at that. That sounds absolutely outstanding. Uh, that's going to be down there in Florida and then, uh, down under Salesforce world tour, Sydney, March 6th. Uh, that's coming up fast. And every year I tell myself, I'm going to get down there. Uh, fortunately there's a few events happening now. It's not just Sydney, it's Melbourne and Sydney and, uh, and where else uh, is it happening in Australia? I remember they had another one as well. Uh, oh, well, there's Down Under Dreaming. Um, uh, but yeah, they're having a Salesforce World Tour Sydney uh, that's on March 6th here. So, uh, and then after that, the big one, uh, at least in in the early part of the, of the month for um, uh, us out here on the West Coast, uh, we've got a uh, Snowforce. Uh, Snowforce is held every year, uh, about the first week of March. Uh, this year, it's March 7th through the 9th. It's going to be held in Salt Lake City. Uh, you can catch a podcast I did with Carolyn Adams, uh, works at Simplest now. Uh, she's on the leadership team there at, at Snowforce, and we had a great conversation. Um, uh, and I hosted that on Collective uh, Cloudforce, Cloud Collective, and Cloudforce Collective, excuse me. And uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and post the link here and I'll see if uh, maybe John might let me bring that podcast over here and host it here. So, um, yeah, great conversation. We'll be there. Cloud Perks will be there. Uh, and Sharon Picks will also be there in 2018. Uh, and that's March 7th through the 9th. Really looking forward to that. Uh, March 9th through the 10th. You just heard a fabulous conversation with Aldo Fernandez. And uh, that is going to be Punta Dreaming. Uh, March 9th through 10th, and that is in uh, Punta del Este, Uruguay. And uh, it's a little late to uh, for me to jump on a plane because I will be at Snowforce, and I can't get from March 9th uh, <laughs> in Salt Lake down to down to Uruguay. It's just it's not possible. I really wish I could. It's just an outstanding event. Beautiful people. Uh, it's the end of the summer, believe it or not, down there. So. Um, it just the the way that, you know, if you love that time of year where you're sort of transitioning, it's still summer, but you can feel fall coming just a little bit. Uh, it's very much like that down in Uruguay. And right now at this time of year, um, it's really beautiful right there on the coast. So uh, if you are able, uh, take a look, take a look at picking up a ticket. You know, maybe you're going to go on a wild adventure. Go for it. Uh, just the next week after that, March 15th through the 16th, is Southeast Dreaming. Um, Southeast Dreaming is held in Atlanta, up in the Buckhead area. Uh, if you're familiar with Atlanta, it's just kind of north of downtown. And uh, it's, a, it's a conference uh, that basically draws all of the Southeast area. And they call it Southeast Dreaming. It's not like Georgia Dreaming or, you know anything like that, but it, it really does pull that whole area. The Carolinas, uh, Alabama, of course, um, uh, Louisiana, some, some of 
folks from Texas or even, you know, kind of getting up into, uh, uh, down into Florida or up, you know, into Kentucky area or Nashville, Tennessee area. I've, I've met people that have kind of come in from those areas at Southeast Dreaming. And uh, there is still time to register. You can catch them at Southeast Dreaming on Twitter. Uh, that would be S-E Dreaming. And uh, you can check them out on on their uh, their website. It's uh, S-E Dreaming, uh, I believe, dot com. Just give them a search. Uh, after that, we've got March 21st through the 23rd, the Higher Ed Summit. It's put on by Salesforce Org. Oh my goodness, they have incredible speakers. I'm flying out. I can't afford a pass, whatever. I'm going anyway. I'm just going to hang out uh, because I'm just so excited to hear what's happening in higher ed. Salesforce is just disrupting higher ed in a positive way. Um, it's it's just amazing to see the excitement in that space about um, making university experience better and more attuned towards corporate needs. Um, you know, what, you know, how do I get a job with this degree? That That's a huge question, right? The ROI of education and um, the higher ed summit is just full of that, that vibe of, of disruption for, uh, for good and serving the student like they're a customer and caring about them and uh, really excited to see Salesforce pioneering that that space that way. There's a big uh, gorilla in the room, uh, if you will, uh, in that space of higher ed that just buys companies and gets rid of them. And, uh, and, and Salesforce is sort of like standing up to that and saying, no, you know, we need we need to be innovative. We need to be disruptive. We need to uh, treat people, uh, you know, love your customer, your student, your faculty, your alumni. Uh, and do that with good data and good reporting and good social connection. And it's really exciting. So, yeah, March 21st through 23rd out in uh, Washington, D.C. And then the week after that, the biggest event uh, on the Salesforce calendar, uh, as far as they're concerned, until Dreamforce, really, they'll have their world tours and such. Um, but Trailhead DX, Trail DX is uh, March 28th through 29th. Uh, the previous three days, I believe in that week they're doing a Salesforce University um, uh, training. Uh, so uh, Salesforce U uh, merged with Trailhead and the Trailblazer community and all that. They're all mashed together, um, but um, but they're going to be doing that sort of training week that they used to do in Vegas and whatever, uh, where you know you could go out and get really uh, into your classes and then take your certs. Um, and then at the end of the week, they'll have two days of Trailhead DX. So get on there, sign up now. Um, they still have pricing. I think it's about 700 bucks for a ticket. Double check that at Trailhead DX. Um, we still have rooms uh, on Cloud Perks, just as a heads up. And we do so in all these cities that I'm mentioning. I've uh, taken a look. Um, yeah, Trailhead DX, uh, you know, if you're really struggling for a room, Go on cloudperks.com, log in with your Salesforce creds. Um, that authenticates you that you're allowed to see our pricing. Um, but you should be able to find still, even at this late hour, a good room uh, for Trailhead DX. And yeah, so that's March. Um, my goodness, I'll just run through the events that we've got in March. Uh, so we got Ski Force over in Bulgaria, Salesforce Org Nonprofit Sprint, Buena Vista, Florida, uh, Salesforce World Tour, Sydney. Uh, oh my goodness, we've got Snowforce. I'm so stoked to see everybody down there in Salt Lake. Punta Dreamin', just talked to Aldo. That's happening March 9th. Southeast Dreamin', March 15th through the 16th in Atlanta. 
Higher Ed Summit. Can't wait to see all the higher ed folks, March 21st through the 23rd. And we finish out the month, March 28th, 29th, Trailhead DX. So, oh my goodness. Let me know uh, if you're going to be at any of these events. Ping me on Twitter at Zachary Jeans. That's Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-J-E-A-N-S, like blue jeans. And uh, we'll catch up. Thanks so much for joining us today. This has been a fabulous conversation. I hope you like the style of this format. I, I, I'm really excited about uh, bringing a, a level of production to this and enjoying uh, sort of uh, bringing that radio vibe to it, you know, with uh, drops and, and fades and, you know, intros, outros and so forth. And so, uh, yeah, please, please leave us a like uh, down below. Um, leave us a comment and uh, please tweet at us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, it means a whole lot to us that you are participating in this community that you're attending these events, that you're traveling all over the world and in the country for business and for your job. And we just want to be that light in your day, talking with the folks behind some of these events, behind some of this stuff that's going on in our ecosystem and uh, shining light on them. So thank you so much. This is Zachary Jeans. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.